find out how you're doing today. Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Yes, it's Friday, last day of the work week for some, and for others, it's the Sabbath, and for others, it's just another day of the week, and that is the way it is. <laughs> so how y'all doing out there? I hope everybody's had a wonderful week. Oh, man, we got a lot to talk about today. Oh, yes, we do. Now, I don't know how many of y'all took the time uh, or even knew that there was a new version of song this week. And um, it was very interesting. Yes, I watched every bit of it, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, also, if we have time, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, Ghana, the African country of Ghana. Um is banning skin bleaching products. Yeah, so that that's going to be interesting. And then, of course, we're going to talk about um, some young African-American young ladies who um, are opening up their own store for hair products and try and put it, and they're going to try and put a dent in um, the industry that's basically controlled by the Koreans and Vietnamese here in the United States. So those are some of the things we're going to be talking about, and I cannot wait to get started. Of course, we got a song of the day for you, which is going to be wonderful. Um, it's back in the day a little bit, and um, I hadn't heard it in a long time, and it just popped in my head um, when we started talking about it. So I thought I'd play that for you today. It's RJ's latest arrival called Shackles. So we're going to get to that here in a little bit. But before we do all that, of course, we have to um, tell you how you can be a part of the show. And um, I have a whole, a whole, there's a bunch of ways you can do it. But the easiest way, simple way, whether you just want to call in and listen or give a, give a um, comment, is just call in. That's all you got to do, 347-838-8622. Follow the prompts and you'll be all right. That's for sure. Okay, and there's the chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Uh, you can go in there and listen there also. Um, yeah, you can listen and leave comments and, you know, get into the conversation that's going on in the chat room as well. And you can always shoot me an email at ericletstalk at gmail.com. Okay, so those are all the ways you can participate on the show. Um or if you have any ideas for a comment or an idea for a topic for the show, you can always stop by the show's webpage at ericletstalk.com and um, check that out as well. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show, and I look forward to, from hearing uh, from each and every one of you. Because you know what? Without you, I wouldn't be doing this, that's for sure. <laughs> Would you believe, man, last week, I mean last month, marked four years I've been doing this? Wow, that is a long time, four years. Wow, I'm telling you, and I'm here still doing it. <laughs> I don't know who who's crazy, me or you, but, hey, we're here together, right? <laughs> okay, all right, that's for sure. All right, so with that being said, um, it's time to go ahead and, and let's get on with the song of the day. Now I'm going to knock that out the way. Because as I said, we have a lot to talk about, and I don't want to take up too much time with songs and things like that. We got a couple of clips we're going to be throwing down, playing for you. And, um, hey, we're we, we going to do this thing, all right? So without further ado, man, um, here's your song of the day, Shackles. 
by RJ's latest arrival. See y'all in about four minutes and some change.
All right, y'all. There was your, your song of the day. RJ's Lady Forever and Shackle. It is. I told you it was kind of old, old school, you know, old school. <laughs> Not as old as some of y'all, but it's an old school, okay? <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, nah, I'm not going to repeat all that again, you know. Uh, we can say, let's see, we have um, a whole lot to talk about, man, a whole lot to talk about. And uh, we got some time. We have, we have some time to talk about a, a lot of it. And um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right. So don't forget, if you want to just call in and listen or you just want to um, say something, 347-838-8622. Uh, if you want to have a conversation with someone in the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And you can always shoot me an email at ericlesstalk at gmail.com. All right, so those are all the ways you can participate in the show today, and I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. All right, so before we get into um, this Roots thing and a couple other things, I want to talk a little bit about um, this political race that we have going on. Um it seems as though the GOP is trying to come together now. Paul Ryan says he's going to back Donald Trump and a couple of other ones, you know, they say they're going to back him finally. But the interesting thing is yesterday, you know, in San Jose, Trump supporters were supposedly attacked by some protesters. Um, now, this was very interesting because they were holding up Mexican flags and there are reports that somebody had an American flag and they burned it or what have you. Now, of course, you you have the talking heads of of the GOP, um, such as Lush Limbaugh, and who automatically, automatically associated this with uh, the Democrat Party, Hillary Clinton, and um, Bernie Sanders. And... Earlier today on the show, he was ranting and raving about why don't they own up to it. Or, or look, it's like this: as much noise as Donald Trump has talked about the the, the Mexican um, nation, <laughs> what makes them think that he's gonna have um, he's gonna have peaceful um, rallies now, especially in California, out of all places? You know that's not gonna happen. And, and once again, you know, I, I'm thinking, I'm like. You know, that just goes to show what kind of puppet, you know, some of these people are. Where's the common sense? They don't have to be associated with anybody party. They just tired of of, of Trump talking smack about what he's going to do to the Mexican nation. Now, I know some of y'all say, all right, Mr. Talk, you know, Mexican is not ethnicity. Yes, I know. I know. But in this case, that's what I'm going to use. So get over it. Okay. Get over it. Um. You know, and, and the more you look at this this political mess that, that that's going on in this country, is something really needs to be done. And, and flipping over to the other side of the aisle, you know, the Democrats, you know, there's a chance that Bernie Sanders may actually win. Let's <laughs> see, and this is what has been going on all year. You know, all this this political season uh, may actually win the state of California, but lose the delegates. I don't think that's the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> you know, I, I really don't. And, and you know, to add add 
injury to insult, you have a, a leading candidate that is being investigated by the, the FBI, you know, and the Department of Justice when the FBI gets finished. But nobody seems to worry about that. Of course, I've said it here on the show, too. You know, there's, no, there's nothing that's going to happen to her. No, she's not even going to be indicted. You know, that report came out last week where it said, well, she blatantly did this. Well, so did the, some of the other ones. I, and, and I look at it as, you know, that's just another uh, way out for her that has been created. The interesting thing, though, um, President Obama hasn't endorsed anyone yet. You know, that, that's interesting in itself. You know, uh, maybe he's just waiting to see who wins out all comes out of this on top, and then maybe he give he give his endorsement. But you know, it's just funny to watch how this thing is rolling right now. And the bottom line is, whoever wins, I, I do believe that we in trouble. <laughs> Not like we haven't been in trouble before. You know. Um, the job the job numbers came out today and it's very low compared to what it has been and everybody is upset you know but you know that's another interesting thing how can the jobs created be low but yet the unemployment rate drops some more that those two don't go together like that <laughs> of course those that have been around and know better also understand that um, this so-called five-point-whatever unemployment rate is not the true unemployment rate. You know, and, and if you're believing that that's what it is, then, hey, I got some land down, you know, here in Texas for you, <laughs> you know, nice and dry, that i say you're real, real cheap, real cheap. <laughs> you know, and this is just some of the things that you sit back and you think about and you hear over and over again, and you're like, how many of the sheep are actually buying this? How, how many people are actually buying buying into what they're being told on a daily basis? And the sad answer is a whole lot of them, a whole lot of them. Hey, can you change? No, you can't change it. You know, they. I mean, you can only put, give them information, but if they want to believe it, they will. If they don't, they don't. You know, but the bottom line is, is not, you know, everything is not as it seems. We all know numbers can be um, manipulated and changed to make, make it say, you know, whatever, whoever's doing the survey or, or polling wanted to say. You know, there are actually some um, individuals out there that are saying um, the true number is not going to come out until after the election, <laughs> which you know, you know, we, it's not like we haven't seen that done before either. But hey, that's the way that's the that's the country we live in, right? That that is what we live under. It is. That's what we live under. Can we change it? Nah, maybe. If we really wanted to, I think we could. But then again, you would have to start. <laughs> you would have to start with all them congressmen that have been up there for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. Uh, you know, you definitely have to get them out first. And I think that that is that that is a big way. You know, and, and how do you go into to um, a, a congressman, go into Congress, flat broke or just barely making it 
Oh, and all of a sudden, you a multi-millionaire after three, four years. You know, your salary isn't that much, okay, <laughs> as a congressman. I mean, don't get it twisted. They make some good money, but not like that. You know, so th- that's another side of it that you have to um, um, pay attention to as well. You know, of course, you know, you got the lobbyists, which are, in many cases, former senators and congressmen that, you know, have retired from that part of it and gone over to the other side to be a lobbyist because they already know the the tricks on the inside, so why not? Nobody knows any different, right? So it's like, okay, I'm a congressman. I was a congressman. Now I'm going to the other side, you know, work for a pharmaceutical company, and uh, they're going to pay me good. I get my little stipend from, from being a congressman. So I'm making all kind of money. You know, and I haven't, still haven't done anything for the people. Only people I've done anything for is myself. <laughs> and that's the way it works. That's the way it works. Let's be honest. That is what they're doing. You know, um, interesting because last week, Bear, y'all know who Bear is, right? You know, Bear Aspirin and all them folk right there. Yeah, Bear um, offered $62 million to buy Monsanto. Yeah. And Monsanto said, nope, that's not enough. Now, for those that didn't know, Monsanto is a subsidiary of Pfizer. Y'all know who Pfizer is, the pharmaceutical company, right? Okay, yeah. So just imagine what would happen if Bayer buys Monsanto. Oh, that that's not good, especially for the farmers. That's not good at all. Not like Monsanto is doing anything for the farmers now. So you see how this thing is just lying by? And I'm sure there are some lobbyists that, that's there um, that are former um, congressmen and what have you, uh, working for both sides, you know, that's trying to get this deal done. You know, not Monsanto said, nope, $62 million is not enough and we're not selling. Monsanto said, nope, $62 million is not enough and... <laughs> and we're still open though to negotiations. Huh. Imagine that. Imagine that. So yeah, you know, we, we have to be careful especially when we go to grocery store and buy all this food, you know, that we don't really don't know where it's coming from, what's in it anymore and and when you got um people companies trying to get together such as Monsanto and and Bear. Oh, that's not good at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there, man. I, you know, I may be wrong. I've been known to be wrong sometime. I must. I may have been wrong sometime. But you know, you don't believe me? Like I always say, check it out for yourself. It's out there. Guest ten fifty one. Thank you for joining us in the chat room. You know, and it is what it is. It is what it is. We just have to be aware of what's going on. You know, we really do. And here's something I wanted to talk about a little bit before um, last week. You know, of course, we got um, sidetracking some other stuff. You know, what's going on with all these um, these settlements that's going on here? You know, um, as I said before, 
you know, these these cities, states, counties, whatever, they, they're pretty smart. You know, they're pretty smart. You know, when Rodney King got beat up back in the day, he only got $5 million. <laughs> you know, you remember? That? Y'all remember Rodney King? Can't we all just get along? Yeah, y'all remember him? Yeah. You know. Yeah, he only got $5 million. I'm sorry. He only got $3 million. $3 million. Yeah, $3 million. But now you get um, Tamir Rice family. You know, they got a $6 million settlement. Um, Freddie Gray, um, yeah, we, you know, they still put, got them going on trial. But yet they already got their $6.4 million settlement. You know, like I said before, you know, I understand, I understand, you know, the trauma and things like that. But if you haven't been to trial yet, and nobody's been placed on trial, then I don't want you paying me nothing. Because basically what they're saying is, okay, we've calculated it, and based on how old your child was or your dad, your mom was, and what they've done, what they were going to do, how many kids, oh, that's about $6 million. Here, take this and leave us alone. Yeah, take this and leave us alone. You know, and did y'all know that Freddie Gray's mama tried to commit suicide? In late October, she tried to commit suicide. So what does that tell you? You know, money is not everything. Money is not everything. You know, but we know in this country, justice is not everything either. (laughs) In fact, justice is just a word because there's not much of it going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know some of y'all saying, here he go. Well, I'm just saying, it's not. It's not. Not for people of color. Not for people of color, it's not. You know? And it is what it is. Let's be honest. You know, you you see stories every day with something going on. You know, lately, the main thing been showing officers doing great things, you know, stopping by in the neighborhood and playing with the kids and what have you and so forth and so on. Yeah, of course. It's a political thing. It's, 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 it's a publicity stunt. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Yes, 1057, thank you for joining us in the chat room. Um, and, and, you know, when you look at it like that, you're like, hmm. You know, how, how are we going to buy this? Are, are we really going to stand by and buy this and make them think um, everything is speechy keen now? Yeah, I know, I know. All of them are bad. Yes, I know. You can't take one bad apple and and make everybody bad. But dang, how many kids and, and people got to get shot and killed, you know, before you get rid of them bad ones? Hmm. That's like um, when I was in Iraq. If one person went over there and did something wrong to there some Iraqi or what have you. You ain't not going to just single him out. You're going to say, well, them soldiers over there. You know, and, and that's an interesting thing because once I came back, you know, I got called a baby killer. Can you imagine that? From somebody who had no idea about anything that was going on, and the had nerve, she had the nerve to call me a baby killer. <laughs> but you can believe me. By the time I got finished growing up one side and down the other, 
Yeah, she has tears flowing. Yeah, and I didn't touch her. I did not touch her. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't touch her. I promise. I don't hit women. I don't. Now I hit men, <laughs> but I don't hit women. All right, first know thyself. Welcome to the show. Um, you know, so that is what um, has been going on. You know, short of nothing. But anyway, I know, I know y'all, y'all don't want to hear all that nonsense. Me rattle and roll about all this stuff. You know, but you know what? Everything I'm talking about is leading me, leading us up into the main topic of, of the remake of Roots. You know, which showed was showing all this week on um, Lifetime, the History Channel, A and E. I think it was three or four channels it was showing on. And uh, I want to hear first did any of you watch it? Because apparently, not many people watched it. I was, you know, that I could see. You know, I didn't see um, many um, comments um, on Facebook or anything like that. So, you know, when I asked a couple of people around here, did you watch it? No, I didn't even know it was on. I'm like, huh, okay, interesting. Now, back in 1977, when the original one came out, you know, everybody was glued to the television. Everybody wanted to see it. So, what does that say about... um, where we are now you know is it just something that we have accepted and we no longer need to sit down and watch and pay attention to anymore you know uh what about our kids that went around in 1977 do you think um they should have sat down and watched it and just you know so you can have a a conversation with them those are some of the questions i want to hear y'all answer today you know, like I say, we got plenty of time, so we're not going to rush it. <laughs> so three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Um, but before we go to go there, I got a couple of clips uh, regarding Snoop, because Snoop said he wanted people to um, boycott. He wanted them to boycott watching it, and you know that's a big time rap star right there, dope smoking, cool perm wearing. Snoop Dogg, that's right. And, you know, that's cool right there. Snoop said it must be good, right? (laughs) Okay. But then, again, we had um, Roland Martin. He came back with a response to what Snoop um, said, and it was real interesting also. And I got both of those clips for you, and we'll be playing those here uh, very, 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 very shortly. Um, but before we do, let's cover this real fast, and then we're going to get um, to the roots. <laughs> All right. The country, the African West African nation of Ghana, has taken a stand against skin bleaching, the skin bleaching industry, with um, with a new piece of legislation. Um, they have issued a ban on important importation of all products which contain the skin lightening chemical hydrochronone, hydrochronone found in popular um, products like Fair and Lovely have been known to cause side effects like skin irritation, blistering, and severe discoloration. Now, I, I, when I read this, this was very interesting. You know, and I thought about this as I was watching rules. I'm like, wow. Do you know 70% of Nigerian women alone admit to using skin lightening project, um, products? 
70%. Now, when you think of Ghana, you know what I'm saying? No, no, not them beautiful sisters over there. They wouldn't get caught up in that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, it said the, the, the discrimination of people with dark skin complexions in many countries in Africa, men and especially women, with lighter skin are favored over those with darker skin, leading to better opportunities and treatment in society. You know, um, millions of women across the continent um, choose skin bleaching products to achieve a yellow or red glow. Now, you know, when you hear that, that, that's kind of um, deflating. That's, That's a good word. It's deflating. It really is. And you know what? Golly, that's bad, man. That's bad. So, you know, Ghana said enough of this, you know, no more. Now, I don't know whether it's really because of the skin cancer or they're just saying enough of this, you know, enough. We we don't need to uh, do be doing that to ourselves. And we don't because whatever, I mean, you're beautiful. You're beautiful, whatever your skin color is, you know? You are. So why why are you trying to change, you know? And for those out there, you know, practicing, hey, <laughs> stop it, okay? Just stop it. But, yeah, these are, you know, so that's in Ghana. And apparently, um, when I was reading it, um, I think it said the United States supposedly has a ban on some of it as well. Japan. Australia, yeah, we're supposed to have um, regulations against those types of um, products. Yeah, well, we know how that works too, right? Yeah. Anyway, so that is, you know, the little tidbits that I have for you um, today before we get into the good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. You know, the roots. We get into the roots. Yeah, so if y'all y'all ready? The phone lines be open. I'm finna play these clips. When we come back. Let's get into um Well number one, did you watch Roots? And if you did, what did you think? If you didn't, why didn't you watch Roots? Were you listening to Snoop Dogg? <laughs> ah, were you listening to Snoop Dogg? Or you just didn't know it was on. And you really didn't care. No, those are the questions I'm asking here today. Alright, so Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Come on, y'all. Let me hear what you got to say. I'm finna play these two clips real quick. They're not real long. And uh, when we come back, lines are open. All right. So I'll see you shortly. No disrespect, but I can't watch no motherfucking more black movies where niggas getting dogged out. Twelve years of slave roots underground. I can't watch none of that shit. Sick of this shit. How the fuck they gonna put roots on on Memorial Day? They're going to just keep beating that shit in our heads or how they did us, huh? I mean, I don't understand America. They just want to just keep showing the abuse that we took hundreds and hundreds of years ago. But guess what? We're taking the same abuse. Think about that part. When y'all going to make a motherfucking series about the success that black folks is having? The only success we have is Roots and 12 Years a Slave and shit like that, huh? Fuck y'all, I ain't watching that shit. And I advise you motherfuckers that's real niggas like myself, fuck them television shows. Let's create our own shit based on the day. How we live and how we inspire people today. Black is what's real. Fuck that old shit. Right, Jules? 
here what I find to be real interesting, Tom. Here you have Snoop Dogg talking about uh, how he's a real nigga. Well, guess what, Snoop? Had you actually watched Root, you would have heard the character tell Kunta Kente that he was a nigga, and he said, no, I'm a Mandika warrior. Maybe if Snoop actually watched Root, he would realize that he's not uh, the N-word. Also, but here's what gets me. You had what? Roots? 12 years a slave? Uh, and what else? All of the, what's up with all of these slave films as if it's just been a plethora of slavery movies that have come out uh, in history? But not only that, Tom, it's what I love. You will never find somebody Jewish who says, you know what, it's way too many Holocaust films. Can we just move on? Can we stop bringing up the Holocaust? Tom, check this out. Schindler's List, Sophie's Choice, Life is Beautiful, Holocaust, The Pianist, Train of Life. Fateless, Playing for Time, The Gray Zone, Seven Beauties, The Counterfeiters, Amen, Angry Harvest. The list goes on and on and on, and those are Holocaust films only in the last 10 years. The fundamental problem I have is this here. Slavery happened. Slavery is real, and too many Americans want to deny what took place in this country. The reality is black folks are survivors since the first slave touched in Jamestown, Virginia in 1619. But here's what I also am confused by. Snoop Dogg says they should be making this. I checked IMDB.com. Snoop Dogg has 85 television and movie credits. He talked about successful African Americans. The best success story he's done is Soul Flame. <laughs> now, I'm trying to understand. You have the potential to change the game, but you want to complain about somebody else. But also, I got a little problem when Snoop Dogg, who is a producer of porn flicks, is talking about changing the face in terms of successful African Americans. How about this, Snoop? There's an independent film, Dilroy Lindo will play Marcus Garvey. Will you invest? Will you be a producer? We also have other movies that you could also be doing. How about that? But when you slam Roots, and when you say we should boycott it, what you're saying is, oh, no, we should learn those things. When the fact of the matter is, we should be learning those things, but not just Roots. Also, other multiple movies. I wonder if Snoop Dogg did an Instagram post on the movie Race that came out dealing with Jesse Owens. I wonder if Snoop Dogg was going to do an Instagram post on a documentary on the 17 other blacks who were actually uh, in the Olympics in 1936. Oh, we can go down the line, Snoop, if you want to. No, here's what I'm sick of, black folks. I'm sick of us saying we want to see more stories. Then when the movie comes out, we say, well, no, not that story. Not, not, we, we don't want to see Red Tails. We want to see something else. We want to go back to before slavery. How many of y'all even have those books on your bookshelves? Mm. Wow. See, that's what I need to understand. And so I would say to Snoop, why don't you stop smoking weed and actually bother to call Will Packer or Ava DuVernay or call Spike Lee or the countless African-Americans out there who are trying to make those films and looking for folks like you who are going to put their money where their mouth is as opposed to the money on some good weed. All I'm saying is this. We need all stories being told. And if more Americans can own up to the history of America, 397 years that we've been here and how brutal slavery was, we should see that because just like Jews say, never Forget. Snoop, we will never forget. So now the ball is in your court. Let's see what you're going to do for shizzle my nizzle. Preach, Reverend Rowland. All right, all right. (laughs) All right, the first clip, of course, you know, that was Snoop Dogg giving his take on um, the new roots 
Um, that was that came out on Memorial Day, and the the, the the second clip was Roland Martin of TV One, you know, giving his um, response to what Snoop said. Now, you know, it was interesting because as I was listening to Snoop, I was saying, I was thinking the same thing, like, really, Snoop, really, you know, <laughs> Soul Plane, really. You know, and, and um, Rolling, he he brought up some good points. You know, it, it, it's amazing. You say, get over it, get over it. It happened, okay, get over it. You know, but you know, I sat and watched the whole thing, all four nights of it. I really did, and I watched the replays over and over in case I missed something the night before. And you know, this, even though it had the name Roots, you know. It was, it was different. It was totally different from tonight the nineteen seventy seven version. It it really was, you know. Uh, of course, in nineteen seventy seven, you know, I was a young pup. Okay, I was a young pup. So, but as I remember, you know, the, the individuals back then that played, you know, they were more uh, subservient, docile. You know, the yes or master, yes or master, whatever. You know, and this new version, I found the characters to be a whole lot more defiant. I really did. And if did anybody else watch it but me? Then I guess that's what I want to know. Did anybody else watch it but me? So we can have a conversation. You know, <laughs> you know, I I, I want to know. Did anybody else watch it? Besides me, what's up, East Coast? Fourteen forty-one. All right. Um, so if you watched it, um, give me a call three four seven eight three eight eight six two two, so we can talk about this uh, because I, I do want to talk about it. You know, um, it was some very very interesting um, parts of it, especially when they actually. Started off and they were showing um, Kuta Kente uh, with his father and mother in Africa and, you know, um, Mandika warrior and things of that nature. It was really interesting. And, you know, I'm thinking, like, why is this such a bad thing to show? Why? Why? We watch all other crazy movies all the time, right? We watch men dressing up like women. Right, we watch uh, Kevin Hart doing crazy stuff. So why can't we watch something like Roots and and sit down and watch it and 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 pay attention to it? You know, it was an interesting line that um, he told his daughter Kenzie. He said, "They can put chains on your body, but don't let them put chains on your mind." You know, and a lot of us today, that's what's wrong with us. We got these chains still on our mind, uh, you know, and we just can't. We just bogged down, you know, and you know, and, and they um, also. It was a very interesting part to where Kutakente, you know, he was um, Muslim and he did, you know, the, the, the worshiping Allah, you know, when he raised his children to the band Allah Akbar, you know, whatever. And the wife he married was um, Christian. And there was an interesting exchange between Kizzy and a black minister on on the um, plantation that was very interesting. Man, did anybody else watch this? 
Golly, I wish I had somebody to talk to about this because it was some. This was a, a good thing, and everybody went subservient, and these were some fighting folk. <laughs> you know, these were some fighting folk. But anyway, I got one person with their hand up, so let me bring them in. Hopefully, we can have a conversation. I know somebody else watching. You ain't got to be scared to say you watched it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right, Erico five four zero. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, Mr. Tong, this is Jabbar. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Jabbar. How are you? Doing good, doing good. I didn't uh, watch it. Uh-huh. I don't have plans on watching it okay. um, because of my position. Uh-huh. What I'm waiting for is the real, from my perspective, the real truth to come out. The real truth. Um. So when I see a slave movie of mm-hmm. my fellow European brothers being taken as slaves and brought here, um, and us enslaving them first, then maybe I'll I'll decide to watch. Until then, all this oh. black slavery stuff is, is, is nothing more than to rile up emotions for the, oh, for the, for the who continue to believe themselves as being... Um, uh, slaves, a uh, slave uh, people. Mm. Okay. So, so I, I mean, I've never even. I had to do my own research to find out that the Europeans were slaves first and brought here first as slaves. But mm. we won't never see a, a movie like that. I don't believe. But it, it needs to be made. I okay. won't let my sons watch it. So let, wait a minute, Jabbar. So let me ask you: When you say um, Europeans are brought over here first um, as slaves, um, be a little bit more specific. I mean, were they um, uh, beaten and carried on like like the black folk, or were they came, did they come over as indentured servants and worked their you know had the chance to work their way out? <laughs> they they were beaten just like quote unquote we were. But uh, that history is buried. Okay, so buried. But, as, but as black folk, why would we be concerned about the Europeans? Because once you understand that Europeans were slaves, enslaved, let me put it that way, enslaved the same way that many of us were, not all of us were, because a lot of us owned slaves, black and white. So once you understand, for me, once I understood that, hey, whites were enslaved, then I was like, well, wait a minute. And they were enslaved by both black and white. That tells me, hey, it ain't about the color of your skin tone. It's about some individuals from both nations whose only interest is making money off of the people, off of a slave industry. That's what hmm. it's about. But that's what, uh, it's, that's what, it's, that's what it's about. All it's been about. Ah, okay. Now let let me roll this by you then. If, if that's the case, then uh, even though the Europeans, and I mean, when you say Europeans, let's let's be clear. Are you are you speaking um, black folk or are you black Europeans, um, white Europeans, or what? Scottish, Irish. Scottish. Uh-huh. And there there were others, but for the mo- for the the mo- most part, it was the Scottish and the Irish. Who were okay. really taken advantage of, and then you well, have the you have the Slav Slavic people 
to begin with. That's why they, they call it slaves. They were Slavic. Slavic right, Europeans. Right. right. So, I understand. So, I mean, that's where I'm coming from. I have no interest in watching any more, quote, unquote, black slave movie because it is not telling the whole truth. Well, you know, it, it was interesting. Uh, it's interesting that you say that, especially when you t- start talking about um, the Irish, because in this, in actual roots, one of the slave owners was an Irishman, you know, and mm-hmm. he and he actually uh, was wasn't viewed as one of, you know, one of the others, as you can say. If you understand what you follow me, in other words, he was a slave owner, but the rest of the white slave owners looked down on him. They considered him dirt. In fact, there was one scene in there where um, one guy told him he would rather eat with black folk than sit down and eat with him. Of course, he used other language that I'm not going to use. You know, which eventually, which eventually led to a um, a duel between the two of them. Um. You know, but I understand what you're saying, and once again, though, you have to look at it. If that is the case, then you have to look at it, though, that even though they were, you know, um, enslaved as well, they they still ended up being able to own land and and have their own slaves and things of that nature. Okay, but well, I understand. Well, I understand, but you know, when when you go. You know, when you when you look at stuff like this, okay, when you look at stuff like this, you know, and what you're saying is you're not going to watch it, you're not going to let your children, your sons watch it because it's not telling the truth. But isn't it telling the truth to a point to where you can sit down with them and explain it to them instead of just saying don't watch it because it's not true at all? No, not in my opinion. Not in your opinion. I, I don't want to, I don't want them to get to have the truth. They they can they can hear about black slavery anywhere. They don't have to watch it on TV. And if they're not and, and I mean I'm trying to teach my my boy to look. If somebody's not going to tell you the whole truth, then they telling you they telling you half of a lie. Or a whole lie, put it that way. Mm. I mean and I mean, that, that's just how I am. I mean, I've just come to a point in my life where, hey, look, you know, if I ain't being told the truth, you're telling me half truth, then you're telling me a whole lie. And bring it, mm. bring it to me so I don't want it. I, I'm not going to sit up here and cheer for another slave movie when I know that it's not telling the truth, even though it's telling part of the truth. It's not telling all the truth. I mean, think of it as you got a lot of, Europeans out here who feel guilty because when they see these slave movies, it's making them appear like they are racist and like they had something to do with it. But if the truth was brought out, say, look, yeah, your people were also enslaved first, so you don't have to feel this guilt, but what you got to do is tell the truth that Blacks were not the first slaves, and you are not as, um, how can I say it, supreme as the system makes it appear that you are. And that but levels, yet, the, that levels yet, the playing field for everyone. 
then we can get down to identifying who is it from both nations of people who are exploiting the middle class and poor of both nations. Right now, we're all separated. Not all separated, but you know what I mean. We're all, my pain is worse than your pain, or my pain is greater than your pain. That ain't the issue. The issue is that we're all being taken advantage of by the system that is perpetrating a lie, and it's pitting one nation, a, a group of, well, they, it's pitting one nation of people against another nation of people based on a lie. Hmm. Okay. Um. Uh, but that isn't that the way it has been. You know, even 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 you see I mean, you mentioned. But that don't mean, mentioned, that don't mean we have to continue it. But, but how? Why should we say okay? Until until uh, a story is told about the Irish or whatever coming over as being slaves first, um, I'm not gonna you know even entertain watching any of these movies. But that's like saying you know okay, um, unless Mister Talk. Mr. Talk, tell us where he been at, you know, what he did in the military. I'm not listening to anything he got to say. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? You know, so you 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 kind of you cutting you cutting yourself off. I, I think even I mean, let's look at this. Let's look at this for real. All right, if you got a movie come out with Kevin Hart, uh, Kevin Hart, The Rock, Vin Diesel, whoever, you flock to it. This was on regular television, and you mean to tell me you couldn't sit down and talk? I, I and you know when you talk, you talked about the Holocaust. You know they got plenty of movies about that, and I guarantee you, them folks sitting down and watching it every time it comes on. So why can't we do that? Have we gotten to the point now to where we are just we feel that we are um, beyond um, watching things like this, and we are now just. We are more conscious. We have consciousness now, so we realize that um, there was more to the story, so we don't need to watch this anymore because it's just not true. Basically, that's what you're saying, correct? Um, That's what I'm saying, and I'm also kind of agreeing with Snoop Dogg when he said he's tired of watching, quote, unquote, us niggers being slaves. See, the thing is, it was a small percentage of us who were enslaved. The vast majority of us were not. But when you see it on TV, people think everybody who was here in America was slave, who who, who was black was slave. That's not the case. Blacks, quote, unquote, owned slaves. European and black, they owned them. So, you, I mean, it, it, the program the, is, it's a program. That's what it's doing. It's keeping you okay. in a mental a mental way, uh, how can I say it? it? It's mentally enslaving you. That's what it's doing. It's mentally enslaving you. <laughs> All right, come back, Michigan. I saw you. I was about to bring you in, so come on, when you get ready, come on back. Um, I understand what you're saying, Jabbar, and I just don't agree with what Snoop said. I really don't. I mean, you know, I, I take it as, you know, I wanted to see what the difference was between the old one and night from 1977 and this one, you know, and, and you know, you had different, different, um, 
producers and things on this one. And as I, I said before, you know, this was it was it had a different feel to it. It, it really did. You know, it, it showed them as being more um, defined. You know, making things happen. You know, do what they had to do. But I, I can't see not allowing or not watching it. I, I mean, I understand your point of view, but you know, I don't think those that came over, the Europeans that came over, was treated as as um, horribly as our black folk was. You know, I don't, I can't, I don't, you know, the raping of the women and carrying on. Selling I, know, I know it's hard for you to accept. I, I know you struggle with it. it it's going to take no, some no, time. No, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't go there. <laughs> Don't go you there. Right? Don't go there. <laughs> Don't go you there. Heard, you heard of Hitler, right? You heard of you what? Hitler did to his his Jewish European brothers. So yeah. You don't think uh, it could yeah. happen? You don't think do, they could do think. that? Oh, do I think? Yeah, I know they could do that. I put nothing past no man. I really don't. Yeah, it could be done, and he did it. But what they, they're hiding the history. They they don't want that history told because it then what? it exposes what's really who, going on. Who doesn't want that history exposed? In my opinion, those who are in control of the money system. The the certain wealthy families. Well, they, they, they don't they don't want certain but, history out because if, but, then the people see, would rally together and say, but wait see, a minute. If, that, if that's the case, then like Rowan Martin said, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I mean, you you have access to people. You know, there's plenty of uh, 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 producers things out there that probably would take that on if they had the chance. You know, so let's let's do that. What what's stopping those type of movies from being made? Well, I think that it's distribution. Mm. If they make a movie with their own money, what? In my opinion now, what movie theater chain? Because it's in it's all corporate control. I mean, hold on. Allow wait, wait. Some, no, I don't see because Oprah okay. has her own channel now. Why not put it on the on, on network? She, I mean, she she run Tyler Perry stuff all the time. That, you know, you that's a good idea. But yeah, the question is, why isn't she? Because if she attempts to, I bet she's going going to uh, have a lot of resistance to it. Resistance to it. She's Oprah. I doubt that seriously. She's Oprah. All right. Well, if she's Oprah, <laughs> then she should be making those movies. Uh huh. Is Oprah. But, That's why she's not making those movies. Uh, nah. So, you know, Spike um, Lee. Coast, uh, Spike, huh? Lee. Spike Lee making these movies. Why isn't John Singleton making these movies? Why isn't Tyler Perry making these movies? Well, I guess that is the question to ask. However, however. Um, I still don't think we should um, negate the seriousness of um, the bondage that our people were in, regardless of whether they they brought the Europeans over here first or not. Uh, that, you know, 
that's beside the point, I would think. It's not now, that really it's not. It's not that it's not serious what happened, but to hear it over and over again from my position now, to hear it uh-huh. over and over again when I know that that is a small portion of our history. But but Jabbar, before I bring Michigan in, I'm going to say this real fast before I bring Michigan in. You know, that's that's more or less. We have a whole generation of people that have no uh, kids and things that have no idea. We have textbooks being changed. You know, so if they can look at this with their parents and get some type of uh, education out of it, why not? I mean, what you're speaking of right now is more of uh, the thought process of out of sight, out of mind. You know, let's just forget it and, and roll on and keep going because that, you know, I don't. That's not what really happened. And if they don't show the Europeans coming over first, then it, it really doesn't matter, which is wrong. But anyway, let me bring Michigan in here real fast. All right, welcome to the show, Michigan. What's going on? What's going on, man? Oh, not much, man. Yeah, I uh, I saw the uh, the series. I, I hear what the brother's saying. I, I agree with him. I actually agree with Snoop, uh, him and you, to a certain degree. Uh, now I tell you what, I don't know who uh who produced the movie. Was it somebody black? Or who produced uh, it? Yeah, I find it here for you in a minute because I got it right here in front of me somewhere. In my notes. Okay. But yeah, I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I think speaking to, uh, I think it's Jamar, Jabroff, the brother that's on the line. What, 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 one of the reasons why you get that type of attitude, even with stupid, because we we have a lot of those uh, slave type movies that that has been produced. I agree. Um, I don't know if you want to stop them, but I guess the frustrating part is what what the cinema is supposed to do is to create a, a consciousness. That's what art is about, uh, creating a certain type of consciousness in the people, um, you know, to create certain certain types of characteristics and personality. And I think what, what we can't prove that um, these type of films do is create a um, – a different type of consciousness than black folk. Now that's hard to measure. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. So you know, it's kind of it's kind of sticky situation because you, like I said, you do want uh, some type of historical context to stay in the minds of the people. But I don't know. We do get a lot of those types of movies, and you get um, I don't know. So it's, so it's hard to. What do they do? In other words. Like you said, you saw it. You saw the new one. What did it mm. do for you? I mean, you see what I'm saying? If I, if I was to ask you that question, what did it do for you? You know, actually, you know, as I said, I watch, when I watch things like that, I watch for certain things that, that, that pique my interest, I guess you can say. And there was a few scenes in there that really, really had, had me think about um, today's society, actually, it really did. Um, one of them was when Kizzy, um, as I mentioned before, was talking to um, the preacher. You know, and the preacher, you know, he was saying, "Well, my God," and and Kizzy say, "Well, the only reason why you worship this God is because it was beat into you." You know, and then right. she went on to say, "You know, do you, you know, do you preach out the book of Exodus?" 
Of course you don't, because they tore it out your Bible, you know, so forth and on. And then when you got ready to leave, she said, um, I tell you what, when your God freed the slaves, I'll be in your church every every Sunday. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, and, and things like that. Um, and in this one, it was, it was um, oh, LeVar Burton was actually one of the um, co-producers. Um, Will Parker, Mark Coburn, and Mark Warper, yeah, and a guy named Lawrence Corner and Mark Rosenthal. So that's yeah, what yeah, and what what the yeah, and what what the brother was talking about about the enslavement of um, Europeans, you know, and it, and it I don't know that it's true. I've heard it. I, it, it probably is true. So I, I certainly am not uh, disagreeing with that. But you got to understand, you're in a European culture. So if you expect for Europeans to uh, uh, show you a part of the... In other words, Europeans producing a movie like that and showing in a European culture is of no advantage to them. So, right. And that's why we, you hear that slip up in our, in our thinking that why won't they tell the truth or why won't they... I mean, they would have to actually be retarded to produce a movie of them being enslaved by anybody in such a way that it it uh it does not help their coach. I mean, who does that? Why why would we expect white folks to do that? I don't even know why we, we you keep know, bringing that up. But see, I, you I don't know, get it, man. Here, here was another line from the movie um, that was very interesting when um, they first brought Kuta Kente onto the plantation, you know, and they told Phila George. Um, you know, he had to, I mean, Fiddler, that he had to um, break him. And then I said, you can't buy, he told him, you can't buy a slave. You make a slave. All right, what all that noise right. going on? You know, and, and it was very interesting that, 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 you know, and I thought about it today, and I'm like, that's how, that's what, isn't that kind of what's going on today? Well, well, well but see, I, to me, I, I'll tell you the part that was most, um, um, not interesting, but that really should have caught the attention of blacks, you know, I believe uh, uh, a great deal was when they were coming off of that in this last episode when they were uh, at war. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Um, we had the bushwhackers. Yeah, and then they, they turned around and said, well, look, they shot all of the black. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. The pillow. Okay. The pillow. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. The pillow. Now, what you call now see. It, to me, it's, it's, uh, it seems like that that should raise the consciousness of black school. What do you, what do you, what is that scene saying, right? You first talking about the, the military, uh, the country's military. Uh, this is the this is the thinking of those soldiers. Uh, what they think about black soldiers who are helping them fight. <laughs> and I think that type of attitude is carried throughout the culture even today. So, but see, blacks won't—they'll—they'll—they'll—they'll look over that. But it's that type of scene that should raise the consciousness of black people about their relationship to the culture, because Uh, you can—you can connect that type of attitude of whites to 2016. Yeah. Yeah, um, remember the other scene too when they the bushwhackers was chasing them and they they ran across um into the the camp and it was like um what do you say uh 
yeah, we're not fighting for you. We're tired of fighting for you. Remember, right. We're thinking, we're right. Lincoln See, and, now right, we're tired right, of fighting right. for you. You, you, you know what? You know what, Mr. Talk? I'm going to tell you what it is. Without those types of movies, I'm going to tell you what it does. It carries on the legacy of the civil rights movement and blacks' position in the country only as it relates to struggling with white folk forevermore, right? Uh, climbing up the rough side of the mountain, right? Uh, we've, we've come a long way. We've got a lot. It now, this is what I think what the brother was saying, it, what it perpetuates. To me, it perpetuates the, the bondage. I want to say this correctly because I know civil rights people would be bad. The bondage <laughs> of having a civil rights type of worldview as it relates to the relationship between blacks and whites. To hmm. me, that's, it, it's, it's been detrimental for us in the past, and it's, it's still detrimental, and we don't see it. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you. All right, let me bring um, yeah. Pianki in. Well, hold on first. Jabbar, you got anything you want to add before I bring Pianki in? Nope, nope, uh-uh. Okay. Okay. All right, Pianki, welcome to the show. What's going on? Well, you know... <clears throat> The nation benefited from slavery. It had its good points and its bad points from an economic standpoint. What is that noise? Is that a commercial? Oh, that's it. No, that's, that's, let me let, let me uh, mute myself. Yeah, mute yourself. <laughs> I know what it was. All right, go ahead, Pianki. But, uh, yeah, it is kind of strange they would be coming up with a with something resembling the roots of the old. What type of ratings is this program getting? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't, Pianchi. Last night was the last night, so I haven't seen anything about the ratings or what it pulled in. What did it do, run a week? Yes, Pianchi. It ran Monday through Thursday. Mm. And it probably ran during prime time, what, 7 to 10? Okay. We're going to say, yeah. What's your point? Well, I would, just, I would be interested to see what type of ratings it got off, what type of audience it has. How did you like it? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. How this, now... What is what are your thoughts on it, um, Pianchi? You know, don't, I know we done been there. You got here late, so tell me what your thoughts on it. Do you think they, they should stop making movies like this, or does it benefit us to continue to watch and, and things like that? Well, I mean, do you, does it benefit the audience? And uh, movie makers make movies on whatever they feel. That's going to fail, and whether or not it benefit the audience or not, that's the audience is looking at it as a point to gain something, to learn something, or just plain old entertainment. Okay, and how do you view it? Do you view it as entertainment? I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. So you have no idea. I watched Did the you... first one, but I didn't watch that one. 
Okay. So what do you think about the first one, and why didn't you watch the rest of them? I didn't have time to watch this last one. I watched the first one because okay. I know of and have been when, to the right, when you, you watched the first one, are you talking about the one in 1977? Yes, the early okay. ones. All right, all right, all right. I watched mm-hmm. that one because, as I said before, I'd been to Jufferie. Uh-huh. Man. And some of those uh, descendants are still living. A lady, a grandmother, a mother, and a daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And? Well, what's your experience on it? You, did, you, did you say you watched it? Yes, I watched it all. I really did. What do you think about it? Did you learn something? I always learn something when I watch stuff like that. Always. Yeah. Always learn stuff like that. Yeah, because basically I I watch a lot of documentaries and things like that. And yes, I watch it to learn. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean documentaries? You didn't mean anything in particular peculiar about slavery. I understand that. Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna play this word. <laughs> that wasn't a documentary. <laughs> that wasn't a documentary, was it? That was a reenactment, sort of. Never mind. crazy, man. I'm not even gonna play this word game with you. you know. But that okay, wasn't so, a documentary, was it? But, 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 but anyway, let me ask you this: oh, you, you, you have spent a lot of time over in Africa. Okay, is there? Do they mention or? talk anything or have shows anything like Roots or, you know, talk about slavery or people being taken from the con- their country back in the day? You know, since you say that there's a couple of survivors over there, I'm just, I mean, ancestors, I'm just wondering. Since you do spend a lot of time. What else? Ancestors of uh, Kuta Kente and they have pictures of Alex Haley and the story in newspaper articles, should I say. The Nation of Islam has uh, spent investments there building mosques. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, people speak Wolof. Some of them speak a little English. But they use that now more so as a tourist attraction than anything else. Mm. All right. So basically, it's that. That's it. It's just a tourist attraction. This, I mean, no, no one talks really talks about what happened, what actually happened during that time. Well, not in no cordial conversation. No, Gory Island is a tourist attraction. Get in a boat, go across the body of water to get to it. On the Gory Island, they have uh, Senegalese women that uh, have. Their booth, they little shops they call them for selling things to tourists. I must say, there are some beautiful women there. Very dark complexion, okay. beautiful women. All right, all right. So, in your opinion, Pianki, do you think um, we should continue to make movies such as Roots, or should we, um, or should they just stop making these type of movies and, and move on to something else? Well, I don't have no opinion as far as that concerned. It's not me spending the money to do it. If you if you can make movies on something that somebody's willing to pay to uh, be to sell advertisements for folks to to view, you should 
I didn't ask you to stop the answer. I asked you directly, what do you think? I didn't ask you about you having no money or nothing like that. I asked you exactly, directly, what do you think? I don't want to hear about the money. Do you think they should make movies like that or not? Continue to if make movies want, like if, that or if, not? If someone feels a need to make a movie for whatever benefit, yes, I'm sure they're going to do it. Boy, you're the most tap-dancing man I've ever met in my life. Okay. I like right. to see blacks make a movie on that topic. I'm sorry on that subject. They won't well, do it. Well, a lot of the the um, actual, you know, it's, it's, lot of a lot of the um, like the Bob Burton was involved in producing this one, the new one. That was good. They need to make more on. Uh, they blacks need to get in the business of making movies like the movies that they complain that others are making and saying that they're leaving something out of it or putting something in it that didn't happen or so and so. I don't know how they're going to say it didn't happen in that, but if it doesn't fit their palate, they should get in the business of making moves themselves. Don't mm. you think? Yeah, we just, we had that conversation already. <laughs> yeah. But the blacks are making movies. They're just not making movies. Um, I mean... Well, Twelve Years a Slave, that was um, on the Underground. That was by John Legend, I think. I know Underground was John Legend. Um, people say they really don't want to have nothing to do with that one either. You know, I I started watching it, and I, I stopped watching it because that was more of, uh, to me, that was more of, you know, the regular rigmarole of what slavery, we always knew about slavery. The, the the new roots to me was totally different because the, the the characters were more defiant. They weren't so you know um, yes master and that was it. You know they always were were thinking of uh, doing better. I guess you can say. Yeah, the other yeah. thing uh, it seems like it did, uh, Mister Dog, is it, it it went a little bit more detail into the uh, the indigenous culture. Yes, it of did. the slaves. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Fort Pillow, I think when they showed the the thing about Fort Pillow, what me and you was talking about, yeah, that was good because a lot of people was not aware that even a, that even happened. You know, you know when when they surrender, you know, and you got both white and black soldiers standing up there and they shoot all the blacks. <laughs> really? You know. Yeah, that was that was uh. That was a little. That was a little heartbreaking, there, boy. But you know, I don't, I don't, you know, blacks they cringe up and then they go back to their own self, to their old self. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they'll, 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 they'll watch that shit. They'll eat. They'll eat popcorn and watch that and, and go back to <laughs> doing what they're doing. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, all blacks are not the same. Mr. Talk, that's just, uh, that's yeah, just the we way know. it is. We know, Pianchi, we know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. I'll tell you what, they, well, huh. as, it, as it relates to the blacks in America, there's a whole lot of them that's the same. We got the same worldview for the most part. The majority of them got the same worldview. The majority of them got the same political view. The majority of them, the majority of them are the same. We can prove that. Yeah, you know, um, what can you know, I, 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 why, why y'all referring to black people like they something other than y'all? <laughs> they are. 
<laughs> well, so that's what some well, of think well I noticed that's that myself. <laughs> Actually, something new. But um, Michigan, did you you know what I, I liked also in, in the beginning when they were showing the um, oh boy, them they, they were grabbing slaves, you know, black slaves to trade for rifles and things like that. You know, some there were some comments that were very, very um, nasty concerning that. As such as we would never um, turn give our people up for um, you know um, for slavery. It really did happen, you know. But well, you mean I I don't think that they I don't think that they definitely gave people up for slavery. I think they got rid of some riffraff. Really, and uh, because they wouldn't have had no concept for child slavery. They would have had concept for people being put in uh, a confinement state where they had to labor, excuse me, because that was going on. But uh, yeah, they did get you know. Once again, once again, Pianki, you know, when you think about it, when when it was slavery back then, you know, yeah, the tribes took slaves, and a lot of times, them same slaves actually married into the family. So you know that was different, but when when you got other um, blacks or tribes um, taking other um, tribe members from other places and you know giving them to the Europeans, you know for guns or what have you, um, you know they, they, that I don't think they really had a concept. They really thought it was going to be that way, but it didn't matter to them long as they you know were getting the weapons and things that they needed. They provided a service. Um, and they know for a product, I guess it's supply and demand, I guess you can say what it was. But as I was going to say, um, dang it, I forgot what I was talking about now. Thanks, P. Yankee. Um, <laughs> you know, and yeah, you know, like your other host, your co host, I guess he mentioned about why do we talk about like they different from us? And they are. They're all blacks and not the same. You know, they had. Over the last weekend, they had an African Arts Festival. I don't know if they have them still in Michigan or not, in Detroit. And the blacks that came out, events going on in a couple of places, one fairground park there on Vandervan and Natural Bridge, other than Forest Park, where they had an African Arts Festival. It's been going on for a long time. First time mm-hmm. I took my grandson there, I think he was about two, maybe a little younger than that. But mm-hmm. at the art festival, they have African dance and drumming. They have uh, arts. They have food preparation. You have vendors that come from around the country and set up their booth to sell African clothing and jewelry and so forth. You didn't smell no marijuana smoking. Wasn't no cursing. Wasn't no bottles being broke. And wasn't no sagging. And you must have had about anywhere from 12 the 15, some people say over the 20,000 in the tennis over those four days. Whereas you go over to that other location, you got all kind of decrepit things going on from smoking. Not only smoking, but drinking, but they leave the bottles on the yellow line at the intersection. And, uh, you know, it's a different people. Just entirely different people. Okay, and you're saying what? Well, I'm just giving you, showing you how 
there's a difference between uh, blacks in the United States. They're not the same. Matter of fact, over this same location, you know, we had one tragic event here where this it's, uh, guy shot this eight-month pregnant woman. He took a car where she had a child left in it. He took the child over there, this lo- over there on two fairground park, and dropped the child off and kept driving with the car. So uh, you, there's a different atmosphere between African Arts Festival and what was going on there. Yeah, you know, you know what? Um, I, I also noticed when I was watching that. Uh, uh, Michigan, I know you watched it with me. Did you did you notice how um, no matter what the men did, the women were strong and they stood firm and, and, and made sure everything was on the up and up. Did you notice that? Yeah, you mean the you mean the black women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean strong. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean you. In most cases, black women have had more kahunas than black men. And, <laughs> in America for a long time, so <laughs> I, I mean, shit. Well, yeah, it wasn't surprising. Yeah, but I, I think you know, especially when you look at today's society and the way a lot of black women are viewed, you know, to look at it right there, you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, because it wasn't it was no matter what went on, you know, they had they had the back. <laughs> you know, they had his back regardless of what was going on. And if he was wrong they would tell him. <laughs> you know, they would tell yeah. him. You know. That's even they, with the uh even with the rape that was going on. Even with the what? The rape, the black women that were getting raped. Oh yeah, yeah. I was still maintaining, yeah, maintaining good integrity. Mhm. Yeah, that's true. That that is so true. All right, we got somebody else want to come in, so let me bring them in. All right, uh, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello, Mr. Talk. Hello, Maze. I knew it was you. <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my yeah. There is a lot of kind of black people. And, you know, you got some that go sit around and complain about everything and make everything like black people the only people that do stuff like that because you go to NASCAR thing, they be drunk all over the place, go to baseball game, they drunk all over the place, smoking and doing all kind of stuff. Nobody complain. Maze, before, Maze, before you get on your rant, let me ask you a question. Did you watch the Roots? Did you watch Roots this week? No. Okay. Why not? Because of the person that I watched. When I watch stuff like that, I want it to be written by us. And when it's not written by us, I'm not interested. Because nobody else can tell our story but us. Okay. Um, so who wrote it? Like the first Roots that was done. I don't know who the writer was. The producer, I don't or was black, but the writer, I don't think so. Mm. So that's you know, why I take when I see stuff. Like Alice Hazy did the first one. And well, I you know, there's... Well, there was some um, discrepancy of um, whether he actually wrote it or not, because mm-hmm. apparently there was a book that came out in 1967 called The African, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of and actually, um, what's this guy named Harold Harold Corlander? Yeah, he wrote a book uh, and he actually sued um, Alex Haley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was 
and, and he ended up having to end up pay six hundred and fifty thousand dollars in damages. You know, and out for a settlement, huh? In nineteen seventy-eight, it was still two black men that was selling in this. Because a lot of time with the movie theater, the writers are not the ones that write the story, and then they're not the ones going to get the biggest of the money. The producers do it just to make money from it. So that's how I watch what I watch, where the mm. money goes. Okay, did you even know it was coming on? Yes, I knew it was coming on. Oh, okay. So you, okay, because you didn't know who wrote it, you decided not to watch it. Hmm, okay. All right. Cause, huh? Go ahead. Oh, and then with Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. I said, everybody is like, because he made a statement, why they got to go back to what he had done in the movies? He Like Roland Martin, he's asking Snoop Dogg what he's, he accomplished. What has Roland Martin accomplished besides being on CNN and TV One and wearing a dashiki? With having a conversation about us that wasn't even pertaining to us, and it was weird. Yeah, I was gonna. I wanted to. I'm glad May brought that back up. Yeah, I agree to face uh, Roland Martin, even though now a couple of things he did say was kind of true. But I know uh, uh, Snoop um, invests a lot of money yes, in black little, folk. I know that for he sure. A, he got a little football league. Yeah. No, yeah, he do a lot more than that. I know he do a but, lot more uh, than that, but he has a football yeah, league. He does, yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, I think that was a little bit of a low blow. Uh, but, I mean, but, it, you know, <laughs> when you make the type of movies you make, though, that does kind of, I mean, he got a lot of money in porn, too, so. <laughs> yeah. Where's his money? It was, a hit, was a hit below, it was a hit below the belt, but it was a, it's almost well, like it was, a, it was a legitimate hit below the belt, if that makes any necessary. sense. I'm saying it wasn't yeah. necessary. You don't think it was yeah. necessary? No, I Why don't. Why not? I, I think it, it it went right to the point where he was trying because to say. If, because if he joined around and asked Roland Martin, what is he doing? What can Roland Martin tell you besides going yeah, to see, election, I, I think and I, and I think that's what that's the issue with Roland Martin. You know, you we don't really know his track record in the black community other than, like I said, Big Greasy Face Up on White Folks TV, uh, Bug Dance, and I mean... We don't really know his resume, you know. What's his mm-hmm. resume? So what should have been said is he didn't like what what he had to say and leave it there. He didn't have to get personal with it. But I'm quite sure he will respond. I don't, I don't did he get? He's I don't right. think he really got personal with it, did he? Yes. You think so? And by him smoking weed just... and this and that, because a whole lot well, of I mean, weed. Look, yeah. look, that that's uh, not that's look that's not a, um. <laughs> but he, Man, but he that's not something that's new. Everybody knows no, weed. But what's the other guy that, that uh, what's that the white guy with the beard that smoked weed? He tells you he drove smoke weed in his in his uh in his traveling uh uh bus. He smoked weed. Nobody don't care about him doing it. He got plenty of money, the one with the ponytail. What's his name? Okay, I don't know. Who are you talking about? Willie Nelson? Uh, yes. Don't he smoke weed? <laughs> he'll tell you he smoke weed. So what what was that about it? Okay. <laughs> But but he's not on there talking about you know he don't you know he tired of these type of movies he's not saying well that. But some people don't like watching movies like that because it does something to them so they don't look at it it's just like mm. some people that went to Vietnam or some people went in the war they don't want to have no conversation about it okay it I can like pain. right 
Okay. So, so what I would have liked for him to do to ask Snoop why did he since he's got a a, a media that he could have been mad enough to ask Snoop why did he make that comment? Not go into Snoop, all of that what, rhetoric he went into. Snoop said uh, told you why he made the comment. Well, he was talking to his Facebook friends, so he wasn't talking to Roland Martin, whoever they were, and they just blew it up. <laughs> and they just blew it up. Yep. Uh, okay. Because the more important things and Snoop talking about not going to boycott something. Not going where? He wouldn't even say boycott and don't watch it. There's more important things on this on this earth than that. Hmm. Okay. More important things like what, man? Like what, man? Like what? You know, I can't let you just just say that and just leave it alone. Like what? <laughs> It's more important things to, to, to discuss than decide what Snoop said. But, okay. Is that the only thing going on in the country? Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> really, Maze? Yes. Uh, you know, I mean, if you take a look at um, um, uh, 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 the political race, you could say, well, you know, if you don't be careful, we will be back in, 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 in some way in, in the Roots era. You know, separated, which may well, not be a bad thing. It depends on how it's done. Yeah, that's right. It might, not, it, it it might may, be a good thing. It may actually make actually bring the black community back together. And when you hear, <laughs> also, Mr. Huh? Talk, bring hear the black saying, community back together. Mr. Talk, when you hear people saying uh, black people was they was not they were not slaves before they they was made into slavery. They were not slaves in the beginning. They were made into slaves. Right. Right. Yeah, that's what that was oh. one of the lines in the movie. The guy said, yeah. "You don't buy a slave; you make a slave." Well, my my cousin went over there on missionary for like I think it was uh-huh. three months. He said that uh-huh. he didn't know they that the, the the people that he was talking to said they didn't know that they they treated us like they did, and they feel they got a guilt. They feel them because of what happened. Huh? Say they that have again. A guilty feeling. They have uh-huh. a guilty feeling of what happened to the people that left their country and came over here and put into slavery. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course they didn't have any idea. They had no idea. So I don't know no. why they blamed them for something they were selling them. No, you know, like it was said before, you know, back then when when they had slaves over there, you know, they um some most sometimes they they married into the tribe or what have you, but it wasn't as brutal or anything like was done here in America. No, at all. And I, I'm sure they had no idea that was you know that what was going on. So some people just don't want to deal with it, and they don't want to see it and hear it because it makes them angry. So they rather stay in peace than they have to get angry about some movie. Hmm. But I mean, this is 2016, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that would, if if more, let's say, younger generation would have watched it, that would have caused, um, how can I say, it? Um, uh, violence or, you know, a, a deep hatred for for you know white folks? Well, I don't think black people have deep hatred for white folks. I think uh, white folks got deep hatred for black people. I think that should be turned around the other way. Oh, okay. So, in other words, after watching it, because I know back in 77 when I watched it, you know, when I went to school there, I didn't want nobody to talk to me at all. You know, That's don't right. say 
nothing to me. You know, and um, you know, looking at now, I, I'm looking like most sound like most blacks didn't watch it anyway. So, but if let's say if they had, would that be the same type of feeling? Probably would. Yeah. And then the movie well, some people watch that and they got upset. Well, Eric, to be truthful with you, you have had you talking about human nature. Whites have worked very hard to try to uplift Negroes in the history of this country. And no, you, you got didn't. some who've done the No, you really? didn't just say that. Really? Did you just say that, Pianca? Really? Yes, he just said that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, All right. All right. Y'all heard it here, Pianca. I'll tell you where you can... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Bring it on. Bring it on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Open season read on Pianca. Uh, Nothing. Go ahead. Read the first Mohawk conference on the Negro question that was held at Lake Mo- Mohawk in Ulster County, New York. On June 4th, 5th, and 6th in 1890. Let me read you what uh, one of, this was Rufus Hayes that was saying this. No, this was Allen, R.H. Allen. He said, to educate and Christianize this people, God had given us the opportunity of the age in which we live. Train the heads of these people with intellectual learning, their hands with industrial teachings, and their hearts with the precious gospel of Jesus Christ, and you will solve the new great question. And they also talk about the thousands of dollars. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on, 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 wait a minute. I ain't hear nothing about no black people in there. No. He's just trying to convert somebody into Christians and, and wonder to worship. Did you hear him not say about the, well, you know, you can believe what you want to believe. You said these people, you said these people, right? That's what it said, these people. It Who said the Negro people? man. It was talking about the Negro. He's talking about the industrial schools for the Negroes that they was building. Did it, did it say he was talking about the industrial schools for the Negro? Well, the, the, did the, it say it in that paper? The that chapter you just here read? it says the industrial schools for the Negroes by Reverend R. H. Allen. He was one of the speakers, and I went into what he spoke, and I pulled out this one paragraph. Now you no. don't have enough time for me to read uh, everything. Uh, 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 Mr. Fox, well, check I, uh, this out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You uh, want to uh, know uh, some uh, more? He said, at Concord, North Carolina, we have now a large boarding school for colored girls. If you ever save the Negroes, you must save the girls and women. You will, you will not elevate any race until wives and mothers can teach the gospel in their families. And you must save the daughters of freemen. They are to be the wives and mothers and homemakers of the future. At Concord, you will see 234 <laughs> girls in a seminary with all the appliances for education and the industrial arts. They do the whole work of the school, all the washing, ironing, cooking, scrubbing, and dressmaking. We take a girl for $45 a year. So they're spending money to provide training. Oh, okay. Of course, you had like, none that did. That's like, that's like oh, you're trying hope. to train somebody. Oh. Then you know what they training them to do? The be mm-hmm. the, the be uh, cleaning the floor. Yeah, floor. yeah mercenary. I mean, not mercenary. Mm-hmm. This is the eighteen hundreds. Eighteen hundreds. Women wasn't working oh. then. Come why they weren't working? Say what? Why weren't they working? Well, the men Fox, worked. Can I tell you something? Well, this about is eighteen hundred. Can I tell you something about Memorial Day? Since uh, that uh, who started and how it got started? 
Go ahead, go ahead, Maze. Well, the former slave started Memorial Day, May the first, eighteen eighteen sixty five, in Charleston, South Carolina, to honor two hundred and fifty seven dead Union soldiers who had been buried in a mass grave in the Confederate prison camp. They had to dig, you know, bury everybody else, but they just threw all of them in one grave. So what they started doing, they started memorializing them, putting them in individual graves, and they started moral, uh, you know, moralizing the the black soldiers. And they mm-hmm. had a parade of ten thousand people. It led by 280 black children, but they marched and sung and celebrated, and that's how Memorial Day got started. But it was, you know, it's not recognized as how it got started. It was something, some other way that they came up with it. So that's really how who started selling Memorial Day, celebrating. Hmm. Mm. So that's you know. the end of what I was trying to tell uh, Unky over there. But mm-hmm. he said it was a he said it was a a, a fable. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Pinky? You, you know, <laughs> okay. So white folk has done a lot to uplift black folk. That's what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, got, Rosenwald built all those schools. And, mm. No, the first black people built their own schools in the beginning because they were doing it in their uh, in their little uh, what you call them little places where they were living in plantation homes. Look- and then when the churches came along, it's just like I said, it's not that we're upset with the people, they're upset with us, because I said they're upset with with, uh, with, with God, because if they wasn't, they would be doing something different. And they well, still up today, still doing stuff wrong, experimenting on people and doing all kinds of stuff. <laughs> well, you know, it, it was interesting because Pianca reading all that, but if you uh-huh. notice, everything they had to say, they had to say God and all that into uh-huh. it. So what they was trying to do was just spread their little religion around. That's uh-huh. what they were doing. And you they know, under the they guise, realize that they're the problem, and not us. Uh, yeah, under the guise of trying to help. Uh-huh. They were trying to help. Yes, Ruta for Hayes. Yeah, Hayes said we are responsible. We are responsible for their presence and conditions me ask you, on let, this let continent. Me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Uh, who made them responsible for them? Thank you. Because they brought them here. I guess. Well, let me read what he says. <laughs> have deprived them of their labor, <laughs> we have to keep liberty, and manhood, and grown rich and strong while doing it. We have no excuse for neglecting them if our selfishness prompts us to do so. But in truth, their welfare and ours if not one and the same, are inseparable. These millions who have been so cruelly degraded must be lifted up, or we ourselves will be dragged down. Amen. Gentlemen who, in the general agent of the Peabody Education Fund, Dr. Curry of Virginia, spoke wisely when he said to the legislature of Alabama, as a man, quote, a patriot, a Christian, I have labored for the elevation of the Negro. Now these are minutes. These are minutes of a meeting, so this is not no story. And 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 wait a minute, P. Their welfare is dependent uh-huh. on ours. That, that's what it, you read. Their welfare uh-huh. is dependent that's on ours. That's what he said. That's what he said. Okay, okay. So Pianki, if 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 you're trying to uplift, set them free. Why they got to depend on you? Yes. This was in 1890. They were set free. Apparently not. If they somebody, they the welfare, they the welfare depend on them. 
Yeah. So Mr. No, Thompson, pro- well, if you if you read this, it was providing school, just like here in St. Louis, the Cardinal. We had we were doing baseball diamonds, build baseball diamonds in the hood for how, children. How does it go? Wait a minute, Pianca. How does it go from us trying to teach our own to them teaching, deciding to teach us, and it's all better then if they teach us instead of we teach our own, right? That sounds yeah, like this crap is going on today. Well, even, even like, when they was trying to teach their own, they were still trying to teach them what, though? They was trying to teach them how to read and well, write. how could you teach your people and to it was read giving and write? Them skills. They didn't know how to read and write they English. They did so. They could not they they could so they read and write because them. when they took them and they put them in place, they were reading and writing. They were not illiterate. They were illiterate. If you read the Tuskegee Negro, if you read the, if you if you read the, if you read the, even published by the Tuskegee Institute, the Negro History Book, talks about the illiteracy that existed. They had to be illiterate. It's it coming from a continent where they didn't have no school. It came no, from a continent where they couldn't speak their language. Thank you. And that, they, 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 they were illiterate. Thank you. They can speak you can, their you own can, language. You can, they understood each other. If you talk to a German and you can't read German, what do that make you? Illiterate. According to Yeah. Pretty much. So they could communicate with their own language with each other, but when it came to what they were speaking, they couldn't understand it. But they built and did things without the language. It didn't take the language for them to do the things that they did. So that other hey, you know, illiteracy, illiteracy exists in African countries today. Illiteracy exists in the United States today. And the in the black community either. It exists in African countries today where all the people there look the same. It exists everywhere. So what do they got to do with anything? (laughs) (laughs) Lord have mercy. So these things were done, Eric. Of course they wouldn't. And they're still being done today. To some yeah, degree, they, but uh, they, they're not okay. All right, they, they were being done back then for uh, for in calls, and they're being done today for the same thing of in calls. You know what? And like I said before, if that's the case, let us teach our own. All right, we don't have to teach. We don't have to teach those crazy. Well, you that, are teaching. Well, when you look at these inner cities, you got. We ain't got to look at inner cities. We just look over this country to everybody. When in the cities, who's teaching? Uh, you have black boards, you have black boards of education, you have black principals and black administration. And look, and look what look how it's, how it's being done though. They can't get no no money to, to fix the school. You mean they can't get no money to fix the school? The curriculum that they're using is the is there whose curriculum are they using, Pianke? You don't have to. That's the state. No. The state curriculum that's is right, a state. minimum and standard. And who's running the state and on the board? <laughs> the yeah, state right. curriculum is a minimum like standard. It's, it's like jumping clear. rope. Sure, 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 Pianki. Yeah, right. Sure, it is. You know that's why they got all these so-called standardized tests they give and yeah. forcing people to take before they graduate. But it's a stand. It is a a minimized curriculum, really. Well, you teachers have to take them tests before the you before you enter. Cannot, the teachers cannot teach nothing but that dang on test because everything depends on that. Their raises, their salaries, and everything. So, in the case of Atlanta, you got teachers trying to help the students, even though they get you know they get twelve and 20, twelve years. You know that don't make any sense. Yeah, 
You just got but completely chaos in that school district. Not complete, no, but that just exactly. don't make no you sense. You got completely chaos in America. Don't America. make no sense. You can speak if America mm-hmm. was at the number one, but they ain't even number one. Way down look, at the bottom. If, so you look, that's why I come. Down. I'm going to start but giving my contribution to white school what? districts. That's Stop good. giving but to these do black anyway. No, you do it anyway. Don't act like you don't do it now. You do it anyway. No, he going around. Give your money where you want to give it. I mean, that's not. But who cares? I mean, don't 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 act brand new now. <laughs> you do like it anyway. Need, like somebody needs you with your money, they sure don't. They would do better with that. <laughs> but the school district, the responsibility of what goes on in the school district is left up to the people of that district and the stakeholders. Sure, no, they not. let that stuff. Sure, they yeah. let no, this stuff carry on. Then I don't no, know what not. to tell you. All right, all right, Pink. Yeah, you continue to live in that fantasy world, okay? You continue well, to who's responsible? Let me ask you, Kurt, whose responsibility is it? Well, the people whose responsibility is it is not in the, are not being allowed to do it, number one. Thank and you. who is that? The teachers and the parents. They're not allowed to. I mean, you got this thing called Common Core that's, that's nationwide. It's just <laughs> you have no A choice. A school district don't have to buy on to Common Core. You got some that don't. Okay, they have some kind of standardized test that they do give. You have to and have that, a test to see no, to assess the child. How else Why are you going to assess the child? Have you, the same way well, they beat you when you're going to school. How else I mean, are you going to assess the child? Same way they beat you when you're going to school. <laughs> Man, come on, Pianki. You, boy, you. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm asking you, I mean, you, you got somebody talking over you, by the way, but how else do you assess the child when you get a chance to speak? Well, you know, Pianki, I remember going to school. I just did my school work, had work to do, and I got assessed by my teachers. I didn't have to take yeah, a but, stand but, test. But what? That's the institution but, itself. You have to have an independent institution that assesses what you that institution. Realize, see, what you fail to realize, everybody is, are not test takers, number one. Okay, everybody does not learn on the same level, what have you. But see, teachers these days they don't have that time to, 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 to you know, to sit down and explain anything because they got to keep moving because they're on a timetable right now. You know, by this time you got to be ready to take this portion of the test. By this time you got to be ready to take this portion of the test. Well, the student is lagging a little bit. He can never catch. He or she can never catch up because they don't have time for that. You in uh, you in Atlanta, right? No, I'm not in no dang on land. Oh, you sleep the right in Texas. What's wrong with you? You in Texas? Yeah, I'm you know in Texas. Texas A you know Texas A and M, right? <laughs> yeah. It's before as a undergraduate freshman, you can enter Texas A and M into one of their engineering courses. What is mechanical, sure. electrical? Uh huh. Yeah. You yeah, have yeah. to pass a their entrance exam, especially in math. Well, Pianchi, they give you a math. Wait a minute, let me finish. Let me finish. Oh, no. See, um, let me tell you this: because before anybody graduate out of high school in Texas, they got to pass the stars test. Yep. And if they don't, then they don't graduate. Don't get a diploma. Right. So they have to be assessed to see where they are. Right. I mean, before they even take that test, they what? should be assessed so that they can, mm-hmm. so that they they can work on their weaknesses. Never, never mind. Yeah, yeah, never mind. You were when you were going to school, Pianchi. The same thing that you had when you were going to school, everybody else still should have been seeing having it now. When I that went to school, I was tra- I was tracked into a high school, and yes, we had to take tests. No, you, you didn't. You was tracked then. 
The only test that you took. Well, why would you try? How you know what I took? Since you just read, you talking about your grandson. That's why I know. We had we we was tracked when I was in high school. We had track one. They was not like Northwest High School. Track two of a. It was O'Fallon Tech, which was a technical high school, which has everything in there from aero mechanics, real airplanes, auto mechanics, pre-engineering, pre-nursing, pre-med, yeah, okay. sheet metal, plumbing. He went to school on the rich side of town. Okay, we get it. He went on the rich side of town. He don't get school if he ain't. He let him fool you. Look, you want to miss time. O'Fallon <laughs> Technical High School. You had to be tracked to go in there. So, yes, you had to be they tested. They had everything in the schools that you needed. Yeah if, he did, yeah, if he did, he had real airplanes. He had to be a rich school. Cause I noticed none of the schools ain't had real airplanes. They didn't even have fake airplanes. Hey, we couldn't even afford it. That's long time. <laughs> we went to wood shop and home. We had the home teachers' cars. We had the teachers' and, and did all of that stuff. And uh, they had they the, uh that's how PR can learn how to do what he did. They mm. had the teachers' cars that uh, they brought their cars down to the to shop pay. to be repaired. Okay, yeah, we had that going so on. So testing have always been a part of. Of the education system, but, but you know what, Pianki, and uh, I see what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. uh, but no, we're not buying into that. All right, we ain't buying into well, that. It happens, Eric. It, it happens. It happens. Whether you buy into it or not, it goes on. Oh, now you okay? All right. Anyway, all right. Fine. <laughs> Fine. All right. Oh, six minutes left. Six minutes left. All right. So what we're going to do, we're going to get up out of here early. I got some things to do. I bowl tonight, and I got to go get my balls fixed anyway. So we're going to let y'all get your last words in since nobody else want to talk today. And we're going to start with Pianki. Go ahead. Get your last words in, Pianki. How do you fix your balls, by the way, your bowling ball? You what know, I had something real, I had something real nasty to say to you. Then go on and um, 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 go on and. Um, no, you mentioned you said you had to get your bowling ball fixed. Oh. I was wondering. I never knew that they did that. What do they do to them? To fix them? You, when they, to, you take it to a pro shop and they whatever you need done, they they hook it up. All right. Now go ahead and um, say your last words. Well, educate me on that. And that can't be mine because I didn't know that they done that to bowling balls. I knew that they drill holes based on your finger pattern. But I didn't know that they had a way of fixing the ball, you know, once it got beyond that point. Yes, they can do whatever you want them to do if you take it to the right person, Pianchi. What have you have done to yours? I'm just curious. Okay, thank you, Pianchi. All right, Maze, your last words, please. I don't know. You see, I ain't got time well, for that today. Your last words. I don't words. have any last words. Sometimes you have to listen and, and, and listen to details, and you'll find out somebody's fibbing along the way. Because the school system was the same way when he went to school. We wouldn't have all this stuff, and these kids wouldn't be the way they are. Hey, so I hope he keep right. on giving his money to where he want to get it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Have a good one. All right, you too, Maze. All right, that's it, y'all. We're going to get up out of here. Hope everybody have a great weekend. Interesting conversation, to say the least. <sighs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But I do appreciate y'all stopping by and spending uh, two hours with me today. It's been fun. All right? It's been fun. Um, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure if you give yourself first. Biggest and best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. Because, <laughs> man, I tell you, you have to laugh at yourself. That keeps you from choking somebody. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> um, just remember, I'll be back Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern. 
12 Pacific, one mountain time. Taking y'all out of here with some y'all borrowing people. Don't stop the music. I'll see y'all Monday, man. Enjoy your weekend. I'm out.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.